Welcome back to A Sharper Life, the podcast that will ignite your passion for personal growth and empower you to live a life of purpose and fulfillment. I am your host, Nikki Sharp, a two-time best-selling author, wellness expert, and transformation coach, and I'm here each week to guide you on a transformational journey that will help you unlock your full potential. So today... I wanted to sit down and do a little bit more of like a life update because I realized I I did one of these a few weeks ago talking about just what had been going on and I've realized these episodes resonate so deeply with you because I just kind of allow whatever's going to come to come. So with that, there are a few different things that have been going on in my life and I'm going to share as much detail as I can because I got a lot of questions on Instagram on things that I was posting like when I was in Tulum and I had, I've been having this insane spiritual like awakening. Like I literally feel like I'm going through a metamorphosis right now and I'm shedding an old layer of myself and stepping into this new version, which is I'm getting to discover who she is. So all of these things are going on and I will share all of this. So I'll kind of cut back to a few months ago where when I started this round of the Ultimate Transformation Program, I've, I've done it a few years in a row now. And this is the first time I've done it kind of two years in the same year or two times in the same year. But something shifted for me. And I know my clients can tell you this, those who are in UTP, because I feel more on fire in our live calls than I've ever felt. I feel I have more confidence as a coach. I have more awareness, more presence. Like, when I'm on these calls, it is me and the clients or me and the group. And I've just really opened myself up that I am a channel from divine God, universe, spirit. Um, and the messages that are getting transmuted or channeled through me are like the most incredible things. And I'll give you an example on this. We were doing one of our calls about values. So in in UTP, we go over all areas of your life. And so we were going over values. And I remember I had a thought, like my consciousness, my like Nikki, I had a thought in my brain. And I was and I knew it was a good one. And I was about to share it. And at the exact same time, I was down, I downloaded another thought, or I was like given another thought. And this one I could tell, like this one I needed to share, but I it was like I was able to tap in between consciousness and unconsciousness and like being being able to really like be that channel and sitting with these two thoughts at the exact same time, one of which was mine, one of which was not. And I ended up sharing the one that that was downloaded and it was just like a mic drop for everyone. I mean, so these calls, I have just been really allowing myself to, it's not about me. And what, like when I say that, it's like I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm here. I'm the vessel to be the mess, like the messenger of the information that these girls need to hear. And so UTP and the results everyone has seen is like out of this world off the charts. It's, it's the best UTP we've ever had. And I feel like I've unlocked something within myself where I'm able to make it better. And I'm always enhancing the program. But so I'll, I'll start with there that I've been feeling this just unlocking of something. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it other than the calls literally every week have been better and better and better. 
So then uh, with, with business, there's my business has been busier than it ever has in my life. And I kind of always tell people, be careful what you wish for, at least in my life. Whenever I put out to the universe something, it comes true. And I did a session with this healer. I, I'll tell you about her in a, a little bit here. But she actually explained to me why. And, and it's been really interesting. Like, I remember when I had my, my first kitty cat many years ago, Mika, those of you who remember him, I th just thought, I didn't even speak it out loud. I thought to the universe, I was like, man, my life would be so much easier if I didn't have this cat. Boom. Two days later, he got hit by a car. So there's been many different examples like that where like another one, I went to Bali and I was on the plane with some friends and said, Bali is the only place in the world where I would feel safe without a phone and a wallet and got to customs and realized I'd left my phone, which was a, a phone wallet on the plane. Luckily they found it, but I was like, okay, I need to start being more conscientious of things that I think. And then this was also clarified by this, this healer that I literally, like I am a master manifester and I'm so excited to teach you all more and more about, you know, how to tap into this, the real manifesting. So with that, things in my business have been busier because I had said in the end of last year, 2022, I was like, I really want my business to grow and expand. Well, be careful what you wish for Nikki, because that is the case. And it's almost like I'm, I'm having a hard time catching up with all of the amazing things that are happening and I'm like, oh my God, okay, whoa, just, and there's times where I feel like my, my almost like humanness is having a hard time understanding the expansion of what my soul is going through. I'm going to take a sip of water really quick. Hold, bear with me. And I also tell you that about the water because I don't, I don't edit these podcasts. So it, what you hear is really like, it's live, it's natural. And I've made a choice to end the perfectionism that I have so that I can be as real with you as possible. So I might take a few water sips during this. But with that, it's this really weird feeling. Like imagine inside of your body, like as if energy in your body was pushing out and it's like your skin feels like it's, it's expanding and you're like kind of like growing a baby right? Like your stomach expands and your skin tightens. That's what I feel like right now. But on a soul level, like my soul and my spirit are, my aura feels like it's expanding and it's uncomfortable. Like it's, it's fun because my awareness is becoming so much more and so many cool things are happening. And it, it is also uncomfortable because growth is uncomfortable. And anyone that tells you otherwise is, is BSing because Grow like the very nature of putting on muscle is you have to tear your muscle by lifting weights or by you know doing lots of push ups. You literally tear the micro tears in the muscle and then you sleep and rejuvenate and then it, it grows back stronger. That's how we build muscle, and that's what I feel like is going through going happening with me. So, growth is challenging, it hurts, it's painful. Like going to the gym, you get sore afterwards, but that's a good thing. So I'm really busy with work. All of these amazing, cool projects, things like with the podcast, I'd put it on hold because I needed to kind of recalibrate and really ground myself because there's so much happening. And with UTP, and we're getting ready to launch another one in September, which if you're interested, it is a wait list, but just drop me a message on Instagram. I would love to share more about this program. Obviously doing the podcast, inviting more and more guests to it. 
balancing that out with, I've been working with this amazing company about taking my message and everything I'm doing to a very large scale. And that is wickedly exciting and totally terrifying. So there's been a lot of stuff happening within work. On top of that, year one of marriage, things no one told you, told me, i.e. like things I wish I knew is that year one is not a honeymoon. It is not a piece of cake because you're really learning how each other is in this new role and stepping into, if you listen to my my episode about the wedding, like the analogy I would give is that we're stepping into a new pair of shoes and they don't fit. They're too big. So you have to grow into them. You have to wear them out and like get, you know, make them comfortable. And so because of that, there have been challenging moments with within my relationship, which I will absolutely talk about when when we've kind of worked through all of them, because I want to give you the tools that that work. I don't, I'm totally vulnerable and I also like working within myself. Like I'm my own best client and then I see what works and then I, I share that with you. So there have been challenging moments. Um, primarily, I would say just a breakdown of communication, which communication is just so important. And also his work has been really, really stressful, like abnormally so. And he works in the financial markets and the markets have been up and down. So there's been uh, more stress than usual, which any time that we as a human being were stressed, if we don't use the tools, things that I teach, but use the tools to calm yourself, we will project it onto other people and we tend to project it onto those closest to us. So there's been some challenges there. And I, at the same time, I will say we're working through it. We have the most amazing therapist. And I'm really grateful because for me, a the marriage that I want is a spiritual union based on growth. And growth happens when you're both willing to look at yourself and then make changes and show up differently. And it's been fun. Like it's, I, this is like, the school of marriage for me. It's been the best relationship. It's been challenging and it's definitely been the best relationship I've ever had too. So there's been so many beautiful moments and there have been challenging moments. So I tell you that because we had had you know some moments and I realized between that and work, I needed to literally calm my nervous system down because I'm a very sensitive person. I'm really sensitive to energy and to people's emotions, I can feel, I can look at you and I know exactly what emotions are going on in your body, even if you're not aware of them. I can send, like, I, I can feel people's aura. It's just, it's a, it's a double-edged sword because it's amazing. But sometimes I, you know, you can't switch it off, um, which I'll go into that because that's been another interesting realization. But with that and all the, you know, being with someone else where their energy maybe isn't the best because of their own stress. And then there's some crunchy between us, which means my energy is not good. My body then was going into fight or flight, not because of him and the fights, but literally on an energetic level, because I wasn't having the time to rest and digest, like meaning to really focus on just calming the nervous system because every day it was like something business or there was a, a challenge we were working through. So I decided to go to Mexico and to Tulum specifically because I wanted to go do yoga every day. I wanted to sit on the beach. I wanted to journal. I wanted to do my own dream binder. So in the Ultimate Transformation Program, 
I teach you the dream binder and you know, I practice what I preach and I, I go out there. Well, I don't go out there. I, I literally work on myself and what do I want? And so it's my birthday coming up as I'm recording this, it's two weeks away, but as my birthday is coming up, I'm turning 36 and with really wanting to calm my nervous system, I decided to go and do a whole dream binder of like future forward vision. What do I want? What does this next year of life look like? And best decision I've ever done to, I mean, I love my solo vacations. You all know that. And I love them because they're very, I get very present with myself and it's not about the doing and the going. Like I didn't even leave the hotel. I just, I sit there and I'm with myself and I'm with my thoughts and I'm really allowing myself to just be. And this is the funnest part for me of the solo trips is just being, right? I'm not a human doing, I'm a human being. And so with all of that, I was in Tulum and I, I chose to stay at Nomadic. And here's where the story is going to get a bit fun. I'm going to take another sip of water. Bear with me. So I, I go to Nomadic and Tulum has a really interesting energy. For those of you who have been, it's a, it's a pretty dark energy. But what I found so fascinating is that Nomadia itself, they have all these wellness programs and classes and I love it. I do yoga every morning. They have beautiful food. Like their food is some of the best. It's clean, nourishing, and the servers are really nice. So I do love the hotel. And what I found every day was in the mornings, the energy was really pure. It's light, it's clean. And around midday, the energy in Tulum starts to shift. It's like as the sun kind of starts to go. And while I was there, it would get really windy around midday. So yes, that coincided. Some days it's it's beautiful weather all day long. But it was like around midday, one o'clock, energy would kind of start to shift. And, and Nomade really brings in an interesting crowd. And if you've been there, I'm not saying this is you. I'm just going to tell you my perception on the majority of people because I've been many times to Nomade in Tulum. I feel like it it kind of actually it kind of reminds me of Vegas where people go there and their souls are I don't want to say lost in that moment because I know some people go and they you know have so much fun with friends but it's you, you go to Vegas because you're seeking pleasure and I kind of feel the same with Nomadi where it's people going that are very much in their ego minds of I need to show off everything that I have certain you know dress or I need to buy things, or I'm going to like sit there and be obnoxious and loud, but it's also just an energy. And mind you, this is me trying to explain something short. I mean, it's a very intense topic for me, but I'm trying to make it concise. So this podcast isn't too long, but it's, it's an energy that I feel that there's, there's kind of people that are lost in their journey. They're just unsure, unwavering. Uh, unsure of exactly kind of where they are. Now that's not going to be true for everyone, but in general, it's just darkness attracts darkness. Light attracts light, but light can also attract darkness. If you think about a light bulb, you know, bugs always go to it. So the more light you become in your life, you'll attract more lightness and you'll also attract darkness, which is seeking to raise its vibration. Now, when I see that Tulum already has a dark energy, so it's kind of no wonder that 
there it's bringing in people with a little bit of a darker energy. Now, I'm not saying that people are bad in any way, shape or form. I'm just saying purely based on an energy. And when someone has a dark energy, they're on the lower um, spiral of the emotional vibration chart. And I would highly recommend looking up the emotional vibration chart because things like guilt, shame, anger, frustration, judgment are on the lower levels. And so it's not saying you're a bad person. It's just you're in those feelings. And the more you feel, the lower you go on, on that. Like if you're starting to feel boredom, then it can go to projection or anger and you you keep spiraling down. And on the other way on the the vibrational chart is that if you start to do the work, the self-work, really getting in touch with yourself, you'll you'll start to spiral up. And so that's kind of the lightness darkness that I'm talking about. So around midday, the, the energy would shift and it would start getting darker towards night where there was, and this is what I posted on Instagram and, and many of you were, one agreed with me about Tulum energy and, and specifically Nomade, but two, where I shared this thing, I, I shared a screenshot that I've had three insane breakthroughs, understandings, awarenesses. So I'm going to also say, um, there's five Claire's. <laughs> And I, I laugh because I realize that sounds so weird if you've never heard of it. So there's like clairvoyant, clairsentient, um, there's, and there's a few more. So I'm claircognizant and there's one, it's like emotional. that's the wrong name, but meaning I feel people's emotions and I'm claircognizant, which is information is literally like downloaded to me. I don't have to specifically learn it. It's not like in certain things. Yes, I still need, if I want to learn French, I still need to read something, learn it, practice it. But when it comes to certain awarenesses or when I'm working with a client, I'm a channel and information about this person is literally just like delivered to me. It's, it's just, it's put in my brain. And it's so cool because I don't think this is something you can necessarily, actually, I'm going to take that back. I was going to say you can't necessarily learn this, but that's I'm calling BS on myself. You can learn. All of us as human beings have the five clairs in us. It's just how present can you get with yourself to allow which one comes out the strongest and then nurture and nourish it. So because of that, the clear cognizant, I get these awesome downloads and especially like in client sessions and with UTP, that's why it's such a fun program and why I say the program itself is based on science psychology and spirituality because there is so much spirituality and I'm bringing it as well. So with that, going back to Tulum and my kind of big awarenesses, and I know I'm kind of all over the place here, but I'm really excited. I feel like you and I are sitting down right now and having a coffee or a glass of wine. And like that's why this is a little all over the place rather than a normal podcast because I I really feel like it's like you and I and we're sitting together and I'm just I'm just sharing as I would normally. So that's Thank you for bearing with me with all these kind of random tangents and everything. Now, when it comes to these awarenesses, I had a session with this lady who earlier in the day on one of the days that I was there, her name is Heather. She is an oracle. She doesn't call herself that. I call her that. That word is not in my repertoire. I don't use it. It's not in my vocabulary. I don't call someone an oracle lightly. and. She is a numerologist and uses tarot cards with it. My therapist actually recommended her. I did a session. 
I was blown the F away. Like I've now done two sessions with her in a, in a week, in under a week, because it's been so incredible. And I did a session with her where she was able to confirm a lot of the things that I'm feeling I'm going through. And the first session was incredible. The second one, which I did yesterday, and I'll tell you more about that one was even, even more incredible. But basically you get on the call, you write three questions and then a three digit number. And before that, she like comes up with my name and all these things. And she was able to say that I have like master numbers in my name and, and I'm, I have like a certain life path. I mean, it was all I can say, if you want her number, I will please DM me. Um, she's not on Instagram. She's not on social media. She's word of mouth only. And I can tell you like best $120 I've ever spent. So I did a session with her and then I go and have dinner. And the first night I had had dinner outside in, it's just like outside on the beach. And it was really nice. I had a great time. Second night, I went and had dinner kind of quote unquote inside. They don't have any walls for the restaurant. But what I felt was very, very dark energy. And it was making me uncomfortable. And I wasn't hungry. And I, I love food. I love eating. I love Nomade's food. And it's like my... I. My st- I went in hungry and I was eating. I'm like, this is weird. Something is up, but I couldn't quite like place it. So I'm sitting there journaling and just about everything about my life. And one thing I love doing while I'm on solo vacations or I go to dinner alone is I take my journal with me and I just, anytime something comes up in my mind, I write it down. So I'm journaling about this and the energy got so weird for me that this woman, Heather, I ended up sending her a video and three different voice notes that like all together totaled like 10 minutes. And I was explaining to her what was going on with this. And what I found was as soon as I paid and I went kind of, it's only like three steps and I went up, the energy changed. So it was like being down in this, you're kind of like ground level and the energy shifted literally the moment that I went up and I started feeling lighter. And I'm like, that is real. Because I, I, was, I was starting to feel like constricted and, and not good in myself. So then I went outside and I went and had a glass of wine on the beach where I'd had dinner and the energy shifted again and it became lighter. So then I was kind of playing with this and I went out to like the actual beach, not the restaurant, but outside of where like the tree line is and and all of the day beds and everything. And there was some guys doing a fire and, and playing drums. They were doing like a little men's circle. And I was looking up at the stars. And what I realized was, yes, Tulum has a dark energy, but when I'm inside the property of Nomade, it feels darker, heavier. And so that's when I started getting clear on like, well, date more like morning, it's not, it's not that energy. It's in the afternoon and evening. And the other thing is Pablo Escobar's house is it's been changed into a, a hotel now, a very expensive one next door. But I'm sure that has something to do with also the energy there and, you know, all of the people and things that I mean, that's a very that's a very dark business that he was in with, you know, the mafias and gangs and killings and drugs like that's that's low vibration and dark energy. So that has a play on it, of course. And with all of this, I sit, so I'm sitting down having a glass of wine after I've left having dinner and I start just furiously writing. 
And I have my journal actually in front of me. And I was able to get awareness and understanding of things like, I'm just reading, oh my God, there's so much. And my handwriting is like almost chaotic. Um, One of them was when I don't have peace in my body, in my energy field, I chase things to make myself feel peaceful. So this is such a pointing example of I was having dinner and I didn't feel peaceful inside of my body. So I went out and I sat on the beach and I had a glass of wine to make myself feel peaceful. And this is another thing just to think about in your own life of if you are hungover, let's say, because I know I did this for many years. If you're hungover, typically people are more likely to have a drink, right? Hair of the dog or something the next day. Why do we do that? Because we're trying to find that peace or to feel better. So we are always chasing pleasure. And when we feel something that's painful, and I don't mean like just physically pain, but like you don't like the emotion that you're in, or for me, it's energy. I chase things like I'll have wine to make my energy peaceful. And so one of the, I mean, this, I kept going with it is when, actually, let me go back on my, at my wedding, I did not feel peaceful. It was chaotic. It was busy. It was overwhelming for me. And with that, I ended up drinking a bit more than I would have liked to find that sense of calmness within myself. But then the alcohol just becomes a magnifier, right? Alcohol, drugs, all of these things are a magnifier for what's really going on. So it's actually then magnifying the chaos that I have internally in my mind. And so then I'm able to really see that actually I'm in a chaotic state energetically. And now that I've been really understanding more about this, that I was like, oh my goodness, like what a, and it might not sound as mind boggling to you and and nor should it, because this is my own life and my own awareness. But there were a few other things that I got clarity on with my relationship. And it was like the most holy shit, aha, Oh my God. Like, oh my God. Because once you learn something like this, you can't unlearn it. And now I'm like, that makes so much sense because I feel energy so intensely. And if someone is rude or mean to me or projects onto me, it affects me. I have a shield up all the time. Like I, I very much don't let people's stuff bother me, but there's every once in a while where it does. And it bothers me when I'm already in a place of chaos. And so one thing that I learned in the session with Heather that was earlier in the day, she had told me that I need to always be focusing on peace. That's like the number one thing for me based on my numbers and all of this. And so it's like, focus on peace, focus on peace. And she gave lots of other examples. And I, on the same day, I also did a human design class all about relationships and human design. I have learned human design, like everyone talk, not everyone, but a lot of people in my life talk about it. And it's just, something has never clicked for me. Like people would say, oh, what are you? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. So I found out that I am a manifester and manifestors are eight to 9% of the population. And it's the exact same thing that Heather had said, which is I am a master manifester that whatever I put into the world will happen. And if you remember in the beginning, and I was telling you that like with my cat and my, my wallet in Bali, sorry, quick water break. 
I know these are really awkward, the little water breaks, but thank you for bearing with me on this so that I don't edit the podcast so that I don't tap into my perfectionism nature. So with that, everything Heather had told me, I did, I went to yoga in the morning. I then did the session with Heather and then I went to this human design class and then I went and had dinner and all of this happened on one day. And everything that I learned in the human design class was exactly the same that what Heather told me. And I asked her, do you do human design? And she, she said, no, I've, I know about it, but I've never learned it. I don't know what I am or I don't know my clients, but human design is somewhat based on numerology. I mean, it's just wild. So everything started kind of coming together where I then had these awarenesses that in my life, peace literally needs to be the most important thing. That is my guiding light. And with peace, it is, I need to be in a state of calmness because if I'm not, I will project my own shit onto other people. And I will, I will react in ways that I maybe don't like, but when I'm in a really peaceful place within myself and there's joy and I'm focusing on joy, I react in a really positive manner. So here's what's wild. I'm going to kind of cut the story and go forward that I came back this weekend and we went to a birthday party for a dear friend of mine and my husband's ex from three years ago, they dated a month and a half, showed up. We have no idea how she came. I mean, so bizarre. And for me, it didn't bother. Like, I don't, we all have exes. I don't care. Like, did it end nicely, peacefully? Great. If not, okay, whatever. Like, did you learn something from it? And we end up talking and she's like, well, you know, this is awkward. We should talk. And I was like, sure. Hi, hi. Like, great to meet you. And, and, you know, I look at my, my partner's exes of, I'm so grateful that he has them because he is who he is today because of everything he's gone through. So she does not take the same view. And she was projecting and really talking a lot of shit. And mind you, this was three years ago for a month and a half. And she told me that he was on dating apps. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, okay, none of this is true, mind you. Literally none of this is true. And because I was in a state of peace and I was radiating joy, my aura field was really good based on what I know now. I on like I reacted in such a calm, beautiful way with personal boundaries. And it was, I mean, both my husband and I just like laughed about the conversation. We were like, that was weird. But it it helped me understand that when I'm in that state of peace. I show up as my best version. Now, peace might be different for you. Maybe it's something else. Like my husband and and Heather, the the oracle, she immediately like started talking about him and she's like he needs to meditate every day. She didn't tell me that. For me, I have different things I need to do for my energy field. So, basically this whole Tulum trip really was like this expansion of energy and just like awareness and understanding and it's challenging because I love the beaches. I love going to yoga every day. I used to go to Bali once a year, if not twice a year. And I haven't been because it's such a trek from Miami. And that's like, I used to go do my yoga there and kind of shut off. And like, I literally would say going to Bali was like me plugging myself back into source and, and getting reconnected. And because I don't have that, Tulum has kind of become that place where there is some spirituality and you there is yoga and all these wellness classes. But the challenge for me is with this really dark energy, it wasn't as enjoyable. 
And one of the big things for me in my life, so I know two massive things. One is that peace is what I need to chase after. Two, joy. I'm living my life in a state of joy. And I've taught this to my UTP girls, both last round and this, that if you are not in joy, that is the thing you should be seeking, not finding the perfect body, not the relationship, because being in joy is actually the hack to finding presence. And when you're in presence, you're not freaking out about the future, worrying about the past. You're just, you're here right now, presence and presence is joy. So those two things kind of created this like incredible awareness for me where I then, I then realized I wasn't in joy in Tulum anymore because of the energy. So I'm probably going to go one more time just to see if I can really put on a protective energy shield and if that changes my experience. Now with going to Tulum, so two things, two more things. And I mean, God, I, I know I'm like all over. This might be hard to follow, but those of you who like have been with me for a while, I, I hope this is resonating or if you're into spirituality. So because of the fights or the challenges or the crunchy, I actually don't call them fights. I call them crunchy moments with my husband, with the crunchy moments with my husband, with all the busyness within my business. I went to Tulum and because I slow down and I'm in my my parasympathetic, I'm in rest and digest, I'm sleeping, I'm doing yoga, I'm really present with myself, my my nervous system as it calms, this happens basically every time I go on these solo vacations, I ended up getting sick and it's because your body is finally relaxing and it's not in this, you know, which is the sympathetic. So I got sick. I didn't realize that I was necessarily sick. I just knew I didn't feel good. So I skipped yoga on the last day and came home. And so this weekend we've gone out with friends. I've had a few drinks. I've had less drinks this weekend and I've eaten cleaner than kind of ever. And I've just felt like absolute shit. Like it's been really interesting. So then I did a session, another session with Heather on Memorial Day. And she was telling me that I'm, and this is what it feels like, that I'm going through basically like a body, mind, and soul detoxification of people, of things to the point where like, I love hummus. It's like my favorite thing. And the hummus that I've always loved when I eat it now, I'm like, I just, I don't really love it. And she said, that's very normal because my vibration is changing. I'm on this spiral upward. And as your vibration changes and you get to these upward levels and you're really reaching that like highest peak of consciousness, your DNA actually changes. And so the things that are lower vibration, your body just naturally doesn't want. And I'm like, that's so interesting because it's true. That's how I'm feeling right now. And so here I am, sweet little Nikki, trying to go th- like un- process and understand all of this, which to you, it might not sound like a lot. To me, this is like my sweet mind is trying to process all of this. So here's the next kind of big aha moment that I had. I sometimes numb myself with, with red wine, and it typically is always red wine, with wine though, because I'm not really much of a drinker of anything else. But I realized that I numb myself with alcohol because there are times that the spiritual downloads that I'm getting and feeling people's energy become so tough that I drink to literally like turn the dial down. And that's the best analogy that I could give is that when you really get to a place of 
deepening your own spirituality, whatever that means for you, but it's deep connection to yourself, going up this emotional vibration chart. For me though, it's things become so intense. I'm such a sensory creature that I literally turn the dial down on it by drinking. So I numb myself and I was like, holy shit, that is like the truest thing I've ever understood. And so now, and what I asked Heather on Memorial Day was, you know, kind of like, what's, where am I going with this? What's, cause I feel like I'm going through a metamorphosis. And, and I was asking her like, give me some clarity guidance. And she, basically everything that I feel like I've been going through is exactly what is happening. And she was able to tell me why without me even saying that she told me before I even asked the question and the cards told me, and I'm just at this place where, as I was saying, like my human mind can't comprehend all of this stuff that is happening. And so I kind of just am like trying to take a step back and be like, okay, so there's some like wild shit going on in my life, but it's really hard to explain. And then like understanding that I drink sometimes to like turn it down. So it's not as intense, all of these things, but I'm like, okay, Nikki, what if, what if, what if you didn't drink and what if you set more boundaries and learn to use the energetic shields more? What if, because I'm already a really powerful energetic creature. We all are. I've just learned to kind of hone in and tap into these abilities a bit more, but I'm like, what if I didn't numb myself? What if I really did all these practices, simple ones, like this energetic shield and certain other ones that she gave me, where, what would happen then? And, and I don't know, I don't know the answer because you don't know what you don't know until you get there. And then when you get there, you're like, oh, of course that makes so much sense. So I'm just on this wild, wild ride right now where I'm living the human experience, but I am having the most insane soul awareness and understanding. Like it's mind boggling to me. And it literally is because the human brain can't comprehend everything that is happening. So that's basically like all the things that have been happening. And one of the, the, the sentences Heather had told me was that, and I, I believe I have it here. I want to see if I have it in my notes. She had, oh, I think it's in my other notebook. Um, she had told me when I'm deciding what I want, there is only one way. And that is the way that I want it to go because I'm such a powerful manifester. And because I've been raising my vibration and being of service and doing the work, doing the very work that I have you all do, if you join me in, in UTP or other programs, as I'm doing this, I realize like I've always been that manifester, but she said, there's only one way. And that is the way you want it to go. So when I came back from, from Tulum, my husband and I decided we're going to treat each other with radical acceptance, no, no judgment, no expectations, just radical acceptance. And we're going to treat each other like king, king and queen. So meaning that I'm treating him like the king that he is in my eyes and that we already have the relationship where you're already embodying the relationship that I want. And the wild thing is literally within one day, everything shifted with us. All of the energy from the past and the crunchy moments, everything has shifted. And we were able to have some really deep, beautiful conversations about values, about accountability from both of our sides. And 
it, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm literally mind blown of all of these things. And it's also what I, what I teach about borrowing confidence from your future self. Okay. You might not feel confident now, but here's the thing. You don't need to feel confident to do the things because confidence is this ever flowing thing. Like right now I have a lot of confidence in what I teach. I don't have a lot of confidence in knowing where this spiritual awakening is going. And that's okay. I don't need to know. So it's, you don't need to feel confidence to make the change. You need to make the change and then you'll feel confident. And just through all of this, like there has just, there's been even more. And for the sake of this, not being like a five hour long podcast, which I would love to talk about and go into, because as I said, I feel like you and I are like sitting, having a glass of wine right now. And I'm, I'm sharing all of this, but it's just, it's kind of fun to get on here on the podcast and share completely unfiltered with nope this episode has no purpose this is not an episode that i'm here like giving you tips and it's just one for you to get to know me a little bit better because i'm getting to know myself a little bit better and i feel like i consistently am going through these kind of soul awakenings like i'm getting to this next level in the spiritual onion if you listen to that podcast i'm like i keep peeling back these layers and i'm getting into the juicy stuff and it's like i feel in total presence, in total love, in total joy, I feel awakened spiritually, soulfully to a level that like I didn't know was possible. And I I feel like I'm having one, I, I'm at a place, I feel oneness with the world. And Heather was telling me, the Oracle, she was like, that is true because your, your left and right brains have balanced, your subconscious and, and conscious mind have been balanced. So it's like my soul and my human body have like finally merged and I'm like, holy shit, it's fucking weird and it's fucking cool. So with that, um, thank you for listening. Uh, I was going to like end on some like cool sp spiritual or like tip, but I really, I guess I just want to say that like, if I can do this coming from two eating disorders, numbing myself, distracting myself, you know, hating myself, wanting to commit suicide, being depressed, having the worst acne for years and years and years, having a very traumatic childhood, right? If I like, as Nikki can go through this and get to where I am, I just want to let you know, so can you, this is possible to have radical freedom. Like I feel so free in my body, in my mind. It's, just, I, I'm like, if only I could give this gift to everyone, and I kind of do in UTP, but it's just, it's fun because then I get to teach what I'm learning to all of my beautiful students who become friends. And I just, this is why I love teaching and getting to do what I do because I'm just, I'm here as like the spiritual messenger. Honestly, I feel like kind of Eckhart Tolle in a little bit of a way of like, I'm, I mean, I really do actually. And it just, it gets me excited about the future instead of stressed out because now I'm like, oh, of course, everything has been exactly divinely timed because it couldn't have happened in any other way at all. Like I had to go through the eating disorders. I had to have all of these happen and do the work. I literally am living, breathing, breathing proof that when you do the work, the work works. The work works if you're willing to do the work. And I'm proof of that. And so I want to just leave you with that positive note that wherever you are, there is hope to find peace and joy and love and freedom and to feel so good because you've let go of control 
and the need of certainty. Because when you can let go of that, like I have no certainty in my life other than I'm totally certain everything is going to be okay and amazing and that I'm on this journey. But outside of that, I have no certainty, none whatsoever. And I've let go of trying to control things, myself, my body. And here's the funny thing. When you let go of control, you start to get more control. It's what I teach in UTP. But yeah, so thank you for um, joining me for this little like fireside chat, our little like glass of wine. I think next time I'm actually going to do this with a glass of wine and not because I'm numbing myself because I really feel like that would be fun to do and like share that side. Of, and I, maybe I'll do like a live one. Now I'm just going off on a tangent because I'm just so excited. So if you liked this episode and actually listened through all of the water breaks and the randomness and the tangents, I would so love to hear from you. Drop me a DM. Let me know what you thought of this podcast because it was definitely different than any of the ones I've ever done. And I hope it resonated in some way, shape or form. And with that, here's to a sharper life. <laughs>